Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. March Madness has officially begun across the state of Montana and throughout the Big Sky Conference. Within the borders of the Treasure State, the fields for this weekend's state basketball tournaments are set. At the Western AA Divisional Girls Tournament in Helena, Alex Coville poured in 17 points to lead top-ranked Missoula Hellgate to a 49-20 victory over Kalispell Flathead in the championship game. Hellgate, Flathead, Butte, and Sentinel are the four representatives from the West in this week's state tournament in Billings. On the boys' side, Helena Capital defeated Missoula Big Sky 60-56 to claim the divisional title. Both teams are headed to state as are Butte and Glacier. Both Hellgate and Sentinel lost their two divisional tournament games. Big Sky Conference Basketball Tournament gets started in Boise this afternoon. All four of Montana's Division I teams earn buys this season. The tournament gets underway at 2.30 on the women's side as number 8 Northern Colorado takes on number 9 Eastern Washington. At 5.30, number 7 Sac State takes on number 10 Weber State. And at 8 p.m., number 6 Idaho takes on number 11 Portland State. The Lady Grizz earned the number 5 seed and will take on number 4 Northern Arizona on Tuesday at 2.30. Montana State is the second seed and will play the Sack Weaver winner at 5.30 Tuesday. The Montana men are also the five seed and play Weaver State at 2.30 Thursday. And Montana State is the top seed on the men's side and await the winner of Idaho and Sack State at noon on Thursday. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. If you're watching statewide television, you don't see us. That's because we're not there. We're here, Idaho Central Arena, downtown Boise, Idaho. Appreciate all of our awesome sponsors from all across the great state of Montana for helping us get here. This is our seventh year covering the Big Sky Tournament on behalf of the league and our fifth year doing our local and statewide radio show from courtside. So very fun. One of my favorite weeks of the year. Missed anything the first hour of the show. We did the Montana basketball hour. Went all the way around the Big Sky Conference and the state of Montana in prep hoops. You can always find everything from the Nuanas Now first hour on the podcast, proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, as well as the Advocates. Let's dive into hour number two. It's our tournament takeover. We're going to be doing this for the next two weeks, stem to stern. We don't know where we're going next week. Depends on where they send us for the NCAA tournament. We'll be doing games courtside from there as well. 
Tournament tip represented in part by Ryan Holloway and Miller. Paul Ryan's a name that's been synonymous with law around Missoula and around the state of Montana for decades. And Paul's now excited to announce the expansion of his firm to Ryan Holloway and Miller for auto accidents to medical malpractice, wrongful death to any criminal defense. Ryan Holloway and Miller should be your first call. We're joined now live courtside by Danny Sprinkle, the head coach of the Montana State men's basketball team. His team, the undisputed champions of the Big Sky Conference, 16 and 4 in league play, 24 wins and counting coming to Boise, and they play their first game here on Thursday at noon against a 2B determined opponent. Sprinks, what's up, man? Thanks for joining us. What's happening? Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm actually glad we're on radio and the fans can't see us. They've, I probably have a, a face better suited for radio, anyways. And so well, everybody that's ever seen, oh, that's a blast. Hey, shoot, shoot. <laughs> no, man, it's awesome to be here, especially to you know see some of these ladies get out here and compete, and you know we're really excited to see our team play tomorrow. Well, so how do you navigate this? Because you guys came a couple days early. Uh, you guys don't play till Thursday, but Montana State's women, they yeah. do. They play tomorrow at 5.30. The Bobcats will play the winner of this upcoming tournament game between Sacramento State and Weber State. Do, do you like your kids being able to uh, experience the tournament atmosphere like it is uh, watching other games? I do. You know, obviously, our, our guys, obviously, they, you know, they're not coming tonight, but tomorrow they will. Uh, it kind of just happened that, you know, the charter opened up for our women today, and, and uh, it was a 50-seater, so we were able to jump on. You know, instead of catching a 6 a.m. flight tomorrow, you know, and catching a couple layovers, you know, I'd rather let our guys get some sleep and, and come today. And so it, it just kind of happened like this. Uh, but, you know, very fortunate to charter here. Some coaches think of it in a variety of different ways, right? Sometimes you want your guys to watch the action so they can kind of see the other yeah. teams, have some fun. Sometimes coaches maybe don't want that because maybe you see an upset or maybe you see something crazy yep. happen. How do you manage sort of the, the mental challenges of this tournament? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'd rather have our guys kind of see the surroundings, see For the sure. gym, see the rims. And, and uh, you know, sometimes it can take a little bit of the nerves away. You know, I think so, too. You know, so I, I don't mind our guys coming. Uh, obviously, we're not going to let them sit here all day. Uh, you know, we're going to be practicing, you know, at Boise State in their practice gym. And so, you know, we, st we still have to get some work done. And, and uh, you know, today we're not going to do much, obviously. You know, we had a schedule last week that no other team in the Big Sky did. For sure. You know, we played four games in basically five and a half days. And so, you know, I got to get these guys fresh, you know, and coach more of their minds than their bodies. You want us now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. You've been joining us once a week, and we talked yeah. about exactly that, sort of you almost predicted that this was going to be the case, that you yeah. guys were going to have to play this hectic final week of the season. Yep. It starts Sunday in Missoula with a loss to the Grizzlies, but then you guys go 1-2-3, beat Southern Utah, beat Sacramento State, and then in unbelievable fashion on Saturday, beat Northern Colorado. We'll get to that. Yeah. But you kind of knew it was on the horizon, but how did you think you guys handled it? Because that's pretty emotional, jam-packed week with a lot of different details involved. Well, it was, and it was more emotionally draining, you know, yeah. I think for the players. Obviously, the the rivalry game is, you know, draining, you know, and then the Tuesday night game, which is the game that meant everything, you know, with, with sure. you know, us only having a one game lead over Southern Utah at the time, you know, clinching a share of it. And then obviously to, you know, to get it out right on Thursday was emotional, you know, and then senior night is always emotional. And uh, so it was a, it was a crazy week and, you know, really proud of our guys, the way they handled it and, and took it one game at a time, you know, we talk about, but it's, it's a lot easier to, to talk about it than to do it. And, uh, you know, the guys were, they were trying Tremendous, and they had great energy all week, and and uh, you know they knew what they were playing for. You told the great story when you guys got back from Missoula, and you, yeah. you took them into the arena and said, "Hey guys, like we can't let this slip away. Banners are what people remember you for." So then, for those guys to respond, though, for especially your upperclassmen like Xavier Bishop, I mean, he played one of the best games of his career yeah. Tuesday against Southern Utah. It seemed like they really absorbed that moment and really took it to heart. No, they did, you know. And but it's a group that you know they expect that from themselves. You know, they they expect to play well on the big stage. You know, like they did here in, in Boise last year. Like it's a group that sometimes I'm like, man, or do, do they know how serious this is? Right. And but then when they come on play, I'm like, okay, they got it. You know, they got it. That's kind of kids these days. It, Right? You don't know if they take, if they know if it's, it's as serious as it is, but then sometimes they they surprise you by how much they respond, right? No question, no question. And you know, and even some of the times where we haven't responded exactly the right way, like their hearts in the right place, right. you know, which is which is the main thing for me, you know. And so, you know, but really proud, you know, they, uh, you know, they obviously they obviously deserved it, but now, you know, the hard part of, in leagues like ours is, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, you got to turn the page, and and it all comes down to these three days. 
Does the outright, though, the, winning the outright and not having to share the title, does, does it mean a little more? Oh, no okay. question. And I made sure the guys knew that even after Tuesday. Uh, you know, I told them, I said, I don't want to go into another gym next year and see, have them have the same championship banner because they shared it with us. And so you can put an end to that, you know, against Sac State, and, and we did. And, uh, you know, and then obviously – you know, on senior night against a, a, a terrific Northern Colorado team, you know, you know, Jabril was he was pissed off at me, but I told him that morning, I'm not playing you. You know, he got he got hurt uh, on Tuesday against Southern Utah, and I probably shouldn't have played him against Sacramento State. Right. You know, you could tell even in that game he wasn't explosive. You know, he wasn't himself, and so, you know, but I told him, hey, you don't get paid to make decisions like this. <laughs> I do, and uh, you know, I knew I have to see. The future, he he doesn't, you know. For he sure. wanted to play for his brothers on senior night, and uh, I said, hey, it's going to mean a lot more when you're playing next next weekend in Boise. Dave Spriggles, Northwest Montana State, third year head men's basketball coach, Nuanas now ESPN Radio. It's part of our tournament takeover coming to you from downtown Boise here at Idaho Central Arena. The Big Sky Conference basketball tournaments are underway. One women's result in the books. Northern Colorado took down Eastern Washington 64-45 earlier today. We're about oh, 15 minutes away from tip from Sacramento State and Weber State. The winner of that game advances to play Montana State. Trisha Binford, the head coach of the Montana State women's team, will join us here in about 15 minutes uh, here on ESPN Radio. And our tournament takeover is presented in part by Vance Thompson Vision. They don't just offer for LASIK. For people who aren't good candidates, they also have other cutting-edge options to give them clear vision they're looking for. They also have local surgeons. So always, the surgeons will be sure to take care of your issue as soon as you arrive, and they invest in some of the best technology in the world. So if you have any eye care needs, specifically LASIK surgery or otherwise, be sure to get a hold of Vance Thompson Vision. And, Coach, we got to talk about Saturday afternoon, evening, whatever you want to call it. You had already secured the, the outright championship. Yeah. But your guys did not want to lose. You had, you had, in my opinion, the number one contender in the Big Sky Conference to knock you guys off in mm-hmm. the house. For people that don't know the backstory of this Northern Colorado team, not only do they have several veteran guys that have been there for five or six years, they got a trio of guys in Dalen Kuntz, Matt Johnson, and Bodie Hume that have been playing with each other since they were in high school. These guys sort of all assembled together. And Kerr Jonkins, Yeah. Junkage for sure. I mean, these guys have all been playing forever together. I mean, it's like the travel and band. They've been playing together in tournaments since they were in their teens. Now they're in their mid-20s. But you guys go toe-to-toe. What an outstanding game, first of all. I mean, it was yeah. like one Great of the best games I've game. ever seen. Yep. I mean, it was seriously the game of the year in the Big Sky Conference. And it comes down to it. And Bodie Hume, who remains one of the best players in the league, even though his statistics aren't what they were for a lot of, the, of his career, he has this moment that you think is just this dagger walk-off fifth-year senior moment. He hits a three in the corner with 3.2 seconds left to put Northern Colorado up two, and you're thinking, man, Bodie Hume just hit a walk-off. What a deal for Northern Colorado to get the two-seed. Not so fast. You call a timeout, inbound the ball. Rick on battle does the rest. I don't even know how far that shot was, 35, 40 feet. I mean, he was from the middle of the Bobcat head. If you've ever been to Brick Breeden Fieldhouse, this was, like, seriously just inside half court. And he shot a pure jump shot. A pure jump shot. And he swishes it. I mean, I, I texted you this, but I was at my house, and I was watching Troy Anderson run the 40, and I watched yeah. that shot at the same time. I had it on my phone. When Battle <laughs> hit the shot, I was so surprised. I threw my phone in the air. It, it's all cracked and, yeah. and shattered because he hits it, and Montana State wins. I mean, so from your view, just take us through. I mean, that's an unbelievable moment to catch your home schedule. Well, it, it was. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, we, we screwed up to give Bodie Hume that chance. You know, we, we turned the ball over. Um, you know, but that's what Bodie does. You know, he made a bigger, th- he made a big three earlier in the half too. And so he made a tremendous, you know, tremendous shot. And our guys came back to the huddle. And, you know, a lot of times teams come back in a situation like that, just hang their head like, oh, the game's over. And it's like, right. they came back, they were looking me in the eye and it's like, hey, let, let's go win this thing. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. And, you know, we run, we run that situation stuff a lot in practice. And, you know, and I, I said it even after the game, like, Raekwon makes those shots like 90% of the time. I mean, it's it's it, he just has a knack where it doesn't matter. We can run anything. It could be a broken, but he's just going to hit like a crazy jump shot because he can elevate so high you're not going to block a shot. And he can shoot from, like he showed, a, a straight jump shot from 35 feet. And, uh, you know, he, he made an incredible play. 
he is such an unbelievably talented guy. I mean, how have you been able to hone this in and sort of get him to harness these talents? Because there, there's nobody in the league that you'd rather watch do pregame dunks, but then he can also <laughs> shoot 40-foot jump shots I'm glad as well. I'm not out there. I'm glad I'm not out there. But. <laughs> how have you been able to sort of harness his talent, though? Because he's he's really been a key for you guys this year. He has. He He's grown, you know, immensely. He, uh... Yo, when we first got him, he was kind of just that. He's a wild colt that just runs and just goes. He's just wild, you know. But his talent is undeniable. Undeniable. Like, it, it's just, it's crazy. And so I had to, you know, me and him, we had to fight a little bit. You know, I had to fight to slow him down and really start to get him thinking the game. And and, and it's scary because he, he still has so much untapped potential. For sure. I mean, it's, it's crazy. He had never really played man defense. And so, like, yeah, he got exploited a little bit early. He, he's continued to get better. You know, and next year in the year, like, he's going to end up being a tremendous defender because he, he cares and he wants to be good. Uh, but he just never been taught before. You know, man, you know, at Washington, all he was playing his own. And, you know, it's, it, they run a totally different offense at For Washington sure. in high school. And so he, he's really bought in. You know, he's not an entitled power five transfer to come For down sure. and think, you know, for him to accept a role coming off the bench and be completely unselfish and be a team guy speaks to, you know, the type of kid he is. Dave Spriggle joining us here on Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. And Coach Trisha Benford, Montana State's women's basketball coach, she's here a little early, and I know she wants to scout this game. So we'll get you out of here on this last question for you then. You guys play the winner of Idaho versus Sacramento State, two of the most explosive scoring teams in the league. I'm not going to ask you which one you want. I don't I know, want to I know, anybody. Yeah, I, don't I, don't anybody. Anybody. I know we were talking about that. Somebody was asking me who's going to win the men's tournament. I was like, I don't know, no one. I think that everybody or no one could win it. I don't really know. But, I mean, how do you go about just managing these next couple days uh, prep for this opponent when you guys get this tournament kicked off for yourselves at noon on Thursday? Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll spend more time on what we need to do to get better today and tomorrow. And then we'll, we'll, we'll prep a little bit uh, on Wednesday for both teams, probably in the morning. And then uh, and then at night, kind of go, you know, it, it's good because we played Sac State last week, so it's right. pretty fresh, pretty fresh with them. And so, you know, but we played everybody twice. Like, you know, these guys know each other. They know players. They they know what they're going to run. And now it comes down to who's going to execute better. And, you know, I expect every game in this tournament to come down to the last three minutes. Top seeded Bobcats, they make their Big Sky Conference tournament debut for 22 Thursday at noon against the winner of Idaho and Sacramento State. Danny Sprinkle here on Nuwana's now. Thanks for being here, man. You got it. Thanks, buddy. Always Appreciate good. It. Go good Cats. Luck. Trisha Benford will join us here in just a minute. It's part of our tournament takeover presented in part by the Silver Slipper. Tons of TVs to watch all the games. Great specials, daily drink deals, and great service. Only at the Silver Slipper across from Walmart on Highway 93 in Missoula. Big Sky Conference Tournament, only one game in the books. The Northern Colorado Bears take down the Eastern Washington Eagles 64-45. So that means UNC stays hot. They swept the Montana schools to end the regular season, and they take that momentum into the first round here of the Big Sky Tournament. They play top-seeded Idaho State. We're joined now courtside by Trisha Binford, the 17th-year head coach for the Montana State women. And uh, we got to get through this quickly for Coach Ben because <laughs> she's got she's got a scout to do. Well, Coach, we're sitting here, and... Uh, uh, seventh seeded Sac State and seeded Weaver State about to take place. So you guys get the winner of this. You've been to these for a, a couple years now. I guess you've been here for every single neutral side tournament. But how do you go about just the scouting element of this? And uh, you know, how do you just sort of manage the, the, the afternoon with your team getting a bye? Yeah. Uh, well, fortunately, we were able to get back to Bozeman for a couple days, which was huge. The last three years, uh, I was telling Krista yesterday, we have finished on the road the last three years. Right. And How many clothes um, do you have to pack for that? <laughs> Too many. And so, fortunately, our athletic director is unbelievable. We were able to get back to Bozeman and fly in this morning with our, our men's team and just having two nights in your own bed doing some laundry. For sure. Otherwise, it is. It's a long time. And this year in particular, over all other years, it feels like we've been on the road the entire season. But everybody feels like that with all the makeup the games. So, uh, the biggest thing is just making sure your team's rested. Uh, we're going to watch the first half. Team's going to go to dinner. We'll do a uh, scout after we get uh, the answer 
answer tonight. I guess later on, uh, do a walkthrough, and, and then we got our shoot around in the morning, so it's going to be super quick. Uh, fortunately for us, we played uh, Sac State uh, last week, so super familiar with them. Weber State's been a few extra weeks, but everybody's played each other twice, so you're just looking for any new things uh, out there that uh, you're seeing. Maybe some play calls, maybe you haven't gotten earlier in the season, but for the most part, it's just kind of getting your, your feet wet as early as possible and getting out and going. This is a pretty fascinating 7-10 game, because sure. I've seen both these teams live. I mean, Sac State has two of the best players in the conference. Leonard Tillman's the MVP, and they also have Izzy Nav, who might be the most physically dominant player in the conference. Weaver State has talent in spades. I mean, I think Emma Torbert's probably the most skilled big in terms of her passing ability in the league, so this is sort of a testament to how good the league is this year, right? Very good. Uh, everybody is capable every single night, and, uh, you know, you're going to see two two bigs uh, battling in, in the interior, and I think the perimeter game is going to be a factor which perimeter game can get going. I think it's going to going to be a lot of a lot of matching up in the inside game and uh, i know the first two times uh, that these two played were both very close games so it's going to be an exciting one our tournament takeover here live from idaho central arena downtown boise trisha binford joining us here on nuanas now she is the longtime head coach for the montana state women's basketball team i ask you this every year trish but you're back in boise you played at boise state so uh, sort of a second home must be feel good to be back home you know it's always great to be uh, back home uh, you get to see a lot of people but then part of is like I just need to we, we got to lock in focus <laughs> right. and not be distracted uh, but we have a lot of family here and uh, uh, definitely feels like uh, you're home away from home we got uh, quite a few kids that have family here as well so exciting to get some some people behind us tomorrow the environment the atmosphere the, the neutral side tournament you have some players now that have played in it so how much does that help you I think that's huge I mean you know really uh, it's about uh, getting control of your butterflies as early as possible For just sure. selling settling in and performing and so you're always uh, you know, when you get the top seeds, you're always uh, on the unfortunate part of only getting that small sh window of shoot around where the other uh, teams uh, have obviously uh, gotten uh, on the court already. But uh, at the same time, you got fresher legs. So we'll take the fresher legs. We'll uh, get excited about that, um, but just anxious to get started. You guys had such an uh, interesting end of the regular season. You went to Sacramento State, posted an outstanding victory over the Hornets, but then you played at, in Greeley against Northern Colorado, and they're playing really well right now. Uh, you, you got everything you could possibly get from Darian White. She had 32 points, tried to will you to a victory, but UNC comes out on top. So entering the tournament, coming off of a loss, how, how does how do you get your team to mentally adjust and be ready for tomorrow? Well, I think we've uh, responded or rebounded, uh, however you want to uh, term it, after a loss uh, extremely well all season for long. Sure. And uh, so, you know, sometimes that gives you a nice edge. Uh, you know, you're not satisfied. You're um, uh, really hungry going into tournament. Uh, that one didn't sit well, and so we're going to try to use that to an advantage tomorrow. This tournament in general, how wide open do you think it is? It's pretty wide open, culture of all the years. Um, you know, like, you, you know, you go top to bottom, and uh, every single team gives you uh, some challenges. So I think it's more about uh, are you going to be the sharpest team that day uh, on both ends of the floor? One thing that we've talked about throughout this season, we actually wrote a feature about this this morning, uh, all about there's several coaches that have been here every time that it's been a neutral side tournament, the big sky, but a full five coaches that are making their big sky debuts, including Mark Campbell, who's five minutes away from making his at Sacramento State. What sort of impact do you think these new coaches have had on the league? You know, they've brought, brought uh, like you were just talking about the talent that they oh, brought into sure. the league, number one, um, and different styles of play, number two. I just think, think the competitiveness level has uh, been extremely high all year long. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how the tournament uh, kind of unfolds here. But, uh, yeah, we, we already had that first matchup. And like you said, Northern Colorado's playing really well. This matchup, I think, is going to be um, a, a pretty tight one. Well, I'm sure we'll hear from you throughout the week. Any post-game stuff we got, we'll be sure to play here on Nuanas. But thanks so much for saying goodbye, Trish. Thanks for having me, Carter. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coming to you live from Idaho Central Arena, that's Trisha Benford, the head coach of the Montana State women's basketball team. So there you go. How about that? We're an eight-hour drive away. We still got you. Interviews with Travis DeCure, Brian Holsinger, Danny Sprinkle, and Trisha Benford. Thanks to all the sports information people for helping us get that together as well. I always love coming live from Boise. And uh, thank you so much for being out there listening with us as well. It's part of our tournament takeover. 
which is presented by a variety of awesome supporters from around the state of Montana, including Palmer's Drug of Missoula. Palmer's Drug is a pharmacist-owned establishment that can take care of all of your needs more efficiently than any corporate chain. Palmer's is an in-network for all major prescription plans, including Medicaid and Medicare. Palmer's will take you on a personal level that you deserve. When you think local, think local pharmacy at Palmer's Drug, located on Southwest Higgins in Missoula. Again, one game into the Big Sky Conference Women's Basketball Tournament. The quarterfinals of the women's tournament begin tomorrow. Most of our listeners probably tuning in to hear about the Montana teams. The MSU women will play at 5.30 to kick off the second session tomorrow. They await the winner of this game between 7th-seeded Sac State and 10th-seeded Weber State. The Lady Grizz, they earned the 5-seed, and they will take on 4th seeded Northern Arizona tomorrow. That game tips at 2.30. Top seeded Idaho State in the women's tournament. They will start with their Big Sky tournament at noon against Northern Colorado. The only victor so far today. Just one game in the books but about two minutes and 40 seconds away from this second game here between Sacramento State and Weber State. So thanks to everybody that helped us get down here to Boise and thanks to the guys in the back as well, Tommy Evans and Jeff Safford for making it all happen, making our traveling radio show dreams come true. And thanks to everybody at the Big Sky Conference for always hosting us and letting us broadcast live here from courtside as well. Give us some more keys to this. We'll also analyze the all-league teams for the Big Sky Conference on the women's side. Those came out today. Maybe give you some of the way that we might have seen it. We'll have more here from our tournament takeover live in Boise. It's Nuanas Now. Keep it right here. CSPN Radio. SportsBet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for SportsBet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. SportsBet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized SportsBet Montana location or by using the SportsBet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since SportsBet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. SportsBet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized SportsBet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. March Madness has officially begun across the state of Montana and throughout the Big Sky Conference. Within the borders of the Treasure State, the fields for this weekend's state basketball tournaments are set. At the Western AA Divisional Girls Tournament in Helena, Alex Coville poured in 17 points to lead top-ranked Missoula Hellgate to a 49-20 victory over Kalispell Flathead in the championship game. Hellgate, Flathead, Butte, and Sentinel are the four representatives from the West in this week's state tournament in Billings. On the boys' side, Helena Capital defeated Missoula Big Sky 60-56 to claim the divisional title. Both teams are headed to state as our Butte and Glacier. Both Helge and Sentinel lost their two divisional tournament games. Big Sky Conference basketball tournament gets started in Boise this afternoon. All four of Montana's Division I teams earned buys this season. The tournament gets underway at 2.30 on the women's side as number 8 Northern Colorado takes on number 9 Eastern Washington. At 5.30, number 7 Sac State takes on number 10 Weber State. And at 8 p.m., number 6 Idaho takes on number 11 Portland State. The Lady Grizz earned the number 5 seed and will take on number 4 Northern Arizona on Tuesday at 2.30. Montana State is the second seed and will play the Sack Weber winner at 5.30 Tuesday. The Montana men are also the five seed and play Weber State at 2.30 Thursday. And Montana State is the top seed on the men's side and await the winner of Idaho and Sack State at noon on Thursday. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Welcome back. New 
on us now. ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. We are not in studio because we are here at Idaho Central Arena, downtown Boise, Idaho. We're at the Grove Hotel, where Idaho Central is located. The Big Sky Conference basketball tournament is underway. We have one game in the books on the women's side. Northern Colorado, the eighth seed. No problem. Dispatching of Eastern Washington, the ninth seed, 64-45. Northern Colorado wins. They led that thing wire to wire. They ended up, they built a, as big of a 22-point lead. They ended up winning by 19. Four different players in double figures. Led by Ali Downing's 14. You also had Kirsten Harden chip in 13. Alexis Chapman with 11. And Hannah Simatel also had 11. So Northern Colorado stays hot. They swept the Montana schools during their final weekend of the regular season. And now they have the distinct pleasure of moving on to take on top-seeded and defending Big Sky regular season and tournament champion Idaho State. We're broadcasting to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio, you can always check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting nwmsrocks.com. And, of course, if you want to be a part of the show, you always can. Probably the easiest while we're abroad, while we're in Boise, for you to text us. But you can always text us at 406 1029 That's 888 Two, nine. Our tournament takeover continues thanks to all of our awesome sponsors for sending us to Boise. We'll also be at the NCAA tournament live. I don't know where we're going. It's a to-be-determined deal. Last year when, they, when we did this, it was easy because we knew that the men's tournament was going to be in Indianapolis, Indiana. So we were able to go there for the opening weekend, and I had a heck of a time. We covered 14 games in four days. I got to write a five-part series long-form essay about the small-town Montana guy going to the big dance for the first time and it was definitely the most unique big dance that we maybe ever will see with all of the games in one central location but now we're back to the old format where we will uh, await to see who wins the big sky conference in both men's and women's basketball and then we'll decide which site we're going to go to but we will certainly be on site next week as well thanks to all of our awesome sponsors including Crawford's Automotive, the Silver Slipper, Aspen Sound, Dazzler's Car Wash, Vance Thompson Vision, Stockman Bank, Palmer's Drug, Ryan Holloway and Miller, and of course, Man Mortgage. All sorts of great guests for you today already. We heard from Travis DeKeer from the University of Montana men's basketball team, as well as Bryce Fowler from the Sacramento State men's basketball team. Fowler scored the highest single-game total in the Big Sky this year, pouring in 39 points in Missoula. And Sac State, don't look now, but they're a scary team. We also heard from Trisha Binford and Danny Sprinkle of the Montana State basketball teams, respectively. Appreciate them for swinging by live. And we heard from Brian Holsinger, the head coach for the Lady Grizz, as well. You can always find everything from the anytime on Nuanas Now, on the Nuanas Now podcast. Isabel Natabo with a bucket underneath, and Sac State is out to a 5-0 lead over Weber State. Sac State is a perplexing team as the number seven seed because when you look at their roster, especially their top-end talent, this is a team that looks like they probably deserve to get a bye, but they had a little bit of a stubborn of the, of the toe down the stretch. They lost to both Montana and Montana State at home to, end, to uh, wrap up the regular season. So Sac State finishes 10-10 and 10 in league play. I get the seven seed, but sort of out of nowhere, and I get w- why we do this based on the statistical accomplishment. It's not to take anything away from this young lady. But earlier today, Leona Tillman was named the Big Sky Conference MVP of women's basketball from Sacramento State. She's a graduate transfer from the University of Pacific, and she had phenomenal numbers this year. She's the leading scorer in the league. She's averaging 20.6 points per game. She also averaged over six assists per game. So, I mean, that, that's sort of a magical number in college basketball if you average more than 20 points and six assists. I believe on the men's side, Trey Young is the only guy that's ever done that. And so Tillman is certainly uh, worthy of all league recognition. I'm not arguing that as at all. I just thought it was incredibly perplexing that a team that finished 500 in league play stumbled down the stretch and was the seventh seed in the tournament has the MVP. I know my vote would have gone to Darian White for Montana State. And I think that the most outstanding player and the most valuable player are two different things. And we go through this in the NBA all the time. 
you can say that Tillman was the most outstanding player. If you lead the league in both points and assists, it's pretty justified. But again, she's on a seventh place team. And I don't even want to predict or, or speculate where Montana State would have been if they don't have Darian White. I mean, I think Darian White is, is good enough for six places in the Big Sky Conference. I think that Montana State is probably playing the first game of this tournament if they don't have Darian White, and instead they're the two seed. So you know, I know that she had uh, down here shooting the basketball, but so much of that is the focus that other teams gave her defensively. But regardless, even if it wasn't Darian White, I thought Tamika Whitman from Idaho State, who had an outstanding year, Beyonce B from Idaho, who helped her team rally down the stretch uh, to almost earn a bye. Uh, across the board, I thought that there was more valuable candidates on women's basketball. But we will debate and discuss that tomorrow to lead the show with Andrew Houghton. But we got to talk. We got to go outside of basketball. And we got to talk about some football. By the way, the first time out of this second first round game here between Weber State and Sacramento State women's hoops. Sac State out to an 11-2 lead, and Valeta Harris, the fourth-year head coach for Weber State, she calls a timeout. Over the weekend, though, there was about 15-minute stretch from Montana State Athletics where they almost broke Twitter because the Bobcat men's basketball team, who had already secured the outright Big Sky title, they were in a, an all-time classic, an instant classic with Northern Colorado. It was one of the best college basketball games, period, I've watched this season, and it was one of the games of the year in the Big Sky, no doubt. Uh, if I'm, in terms of betting favorites in the Big Sky Conference men's tournament, the Bobcats got to be the favorite, uh, having gone 16-4 and four in league. But Northern Colorado is right there. They got four dudes who've been playing basketball together since they were in high school. I mean, Matt Johnson, Bodie Hume, Dalen Kuntz, and Kurt Jokuch, those guys were all on the same AAU team dating back to when they were teenagers. So this is a very, very tense team that has a lot of continuity. That's, I mean, needless to say, they have a lot of continuity. But they're just really good. And I watched them in Missoula just completely systematically uh, execute flawlessly against Montana and Cruz to a win over the Grizz in Missoula. And then they gave the Bobcats everything they could, everything they could handle. But well, here's me on Saturday afternoon. I'm, I'm sitting at my house. I got the NFL Network on the TV watching the NFL Combine, waiting Troy Anderson, the outstanding linebacker for the Bobcats, to run. And I'm also watching the Bobcat men's basketball team on my phone. Well, in the span of about 45 seconds, Troy Anderson runs a 4-4-2 in the 40, and Raekwon Battle hits a shot from the middle of the Bobcat head at Brick Breeden Field. I, I couldn't even believe my eyes what I had seen. I threw my phone into the air as I exclaimed <laughs> at the moment that it just was set upon me, and my phone hits the kitchen floor and then uh, breaks. So I got a, a broken screen on my iPhone right before the Big Sky Tournament. But that's here nor there. So let's take a transition out of basketball and continue here in Nuanas now talking some football, some Big Sky Conference football. Troy Anderson made himself a lot of money over the weekend. And talk about vindication for us that have seen him. From the very first day that he arrived on campus at Montana State, you knew he was going to be a special player. I'm working on a, a profile for him that we will run at SkylineSportsMT.com leading up to the NFL draft. But this guy, he's sort of a, th he's a throwback in his personality and where he comes from growing up on a ranch in Dillon, Montana. But he's also a throwback because of the legend that precedes him, but also how he doesn't even really seem to perpetuate the legend. Everybody else has talked about Troy Anderson effusively since he walked onto the MSU campus. Troy Anderson's never said a word about himself. And I think that's the thing that makes his legend grow day by day. But I remember the first time I ever saw him. And I was trying to look for him because I knew he was one of the top recruits coming out of the state of Montana. I knew he was a phenomenal athlete who had won state championships in football, basketball, and track and field at Beaver County uh, High School there in Dillon. And the first day I ever see him on the fall camp practice field practicing for Jeff Choate, he's not playing safety like I thought maybe he would start out at when he was a little bit lighter in the britches. He's not playing linebacker like I thought he would play. He's not even playing quarterback, which was what he played in high school and also the position that he ended up playing at Montana State as a sophomore. No, he's playing running back. So we asked Choate about it. He said, what's going on with Troy Anderson playing running back? He said, well, he's our most explosive player and he's our fastest guy. So we think we need to get the ball in his hands. Well, fast forward to now. And I've been saying on this show nonstop for the last five years and four Troy Anderson seasons that Troy Anderson's not just fast for his position. He's not just fast for his size. I have proclaimed adamantly on this show for years 
that Troy Anderson is the single fastest player in the Big Sky Conference and maybe one of the fastest players in the history of the conference. I'm not talking about for a linebacker. I'm not talking about for a guy who weighs 245 pounds. I'm talking point-blank, period. That said, I thought that there was so much hype about Troy Anderson coming out of the Senior Bowl that I was a little worried that people would set the expectation like at an ungodly level and that he wouldn't be able to fulfill it. And then he and then he goes and he does it. My brother's tweeting the morning of the combine that Troy Anderson's going to run a 4-3-5. I text him. I said, what the hell are you doing? I don't think that anybody can run a 4-3-5, let alone a 245-pound guy. Well, Troy Anderson was one breath away from running a 4-3-5. He runs 4-4-1 his first 40 at 4-4-5 his second 40. To put that in perspective, that makes him one of the fastest linebackers, not just at this combine in the history of the NFL combine. Troy Anderson's 40-yard dash time, his 4-4-1, right now stands 16th among all players in the combine, period. Every dude that ran faster than him is either a receiver or a defensive back. 4-4-1 is one of the fastest 40s ever run by a linebacker in the history of the NFL combine. Then you factor in that he also had a 38-inch vertical and he had a 10-foot-8 broad jump. I saw a metric study from um, an NFL scout, Daniel Jeremiah, does a great job for the NFL Network, and they basically put together a metric study that analyzed every linebacker that's been to the NFL Combine since 2003. Troy Anderson's cumulative metric was the fourth best among linebackers to ever participate in the combine over the last 20 years. He's comparable to Isaiah Simmons, who broke the internet last year at Clemson and was the number eight overall pick in last year's NFL draft. Now, do I think Troy Anderson's going to go in the first round? I do think that combine performance is going to get him, uh, is going to get some GMs thinking. I do. But I, I think that because he's from an FCS school, because he's still trying to find which position might be best for him him at the NFL level. I think that he I don't think he's going to go in the first round although you heard it here first if the one and only New England Patriots somehow snagged him at number 27. Talk about a guy that Bill Belichick might fall in love with. But I'm not going to put that pressure, that weight on Troy Anderson. But I tell you this, I think Troy Anderson absolutely affirmed himself as a top 75 pick. It's going to come down to if the right team and the right GM has the right prognostication for Troy Anderson. But here's the other thing I'd say is that Troy Anderson at six foot three and a half, 245 pounds, running 441 with a 38 inch vertical. He was he was the FCS Defensive Player of the Year this year. He was the Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the, of the Year this year. He had almost 150 tackles. He had 14 tackles for loss as an inside linebacker. But if you watch what Montana State did with him in their defensive scheme, they should have just named the, the position Troy because he was doing everything. Sometimes he was the plug on the slot like he was in MSU's win over Eastern Washington. Sometimes he was the big nickel. Sometimes he was the rover in the middle of the field. Sometimes he was playing like a hybrid, strong safety, free safety role. Sometimes he's playing a traditional mic in the box. Sometimes he's playing off the edge. The guy can do it all. He hasn't got much of a chance to do it all during his career because he's had to play all over the place. But I think at the NFL level, this guy is like an evolutionary... Buda Baker, like what they do with Buda Baker with the Arizona Cardinals, or Deion Buchanan, because sort of an, a smaller inside linebacker. Deron Lee from Ohio State, who was a first-round pick a couple years ago. He's another guy that's a really smooth running, really, really fast. Not maybe that massive, but really, really um, fluid and really, really explosive guy. And so I just think it comes down to what NFL teams see him as. I think that if teams pinned him as a guy that could He's not necessarily in that true inside linebacker mold as he is. He's like a, a cover linebacker. He's a guy that plays this new position in the NFL, and it's so similar to what he did at Montana State. Sometimes he can bump out and be a big nickel. Sometimes he can play from that sort of rover outside linebacker Sam position, and then sometimes he can just be the guy who covers the tight end on the option route over the middle. But here nor there, I just think this is such a cool story because we've seen a variety of guys from the Montana schools get an opportunity at the next level in the NFL. 
But so many of those guys were guys that were outstanding athletes, but very few of them come from Montana. You, you, heart, you hearken back to you know, Dane Fletcher, who's a Bozeman native who played at Montana State, or you know, Brock Coyle, a Bozeman product who played at Montana, Jordan Tripp, who grew up in Missoula and played for the Grizzlies. Those are kind of the comps. Those guys were all great. Those guys also were undrafted free agents who were not invited to the NFL Combine to display their skills amongst the top scouts in the National Football League. Trevor Anderson not only displayed his skills, he blew the doors off the Combine. He is the talk of the Combine coming out of the NFL Combine. And I just think it's so amazing because not only is it a kid that's from a Montana school, not only is it a kid from a Montana town, but he's from Dillon, Montana. He is among the most accomplished small school athletes to ever come out of the Treasure State already. And now he's got an opportunity to go change the future of his family and really make a mark on the NFL. I really hope he lands in the right spot. But no matter where he lands, he's such an unbelievable worker and such an unbelievably bright kid that I can't imagine he'll have anything but success. Troy Anderson, he made himself a bunch of money this weekend, and it was so vindicating and so fun for all of us around the state of Montana to watch him do his thing and show the rest of the world one of our greatest exports. He is certainly one of the great exports to come out of the state of Montana in quite some time. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas coming to you from Boise, Idaho, Idaho Central Arena. About a minute to go here in the first quarter between Sacramento State and Weber State. Sac State up 20-14 to 14 here in the 7-versus-10 game. For our Montana listeners, this is important first and foremost because the winner of this game takes on Montana State in the quarterfinals of the Big Sky Women's Tournament tomorrow at 5.30. So right now, Sac State up 20-14 excuse me, here in the second game of the first round of the Big Sky Conference Tournament. What we got cooking for the rest of the week, we'll let you know. It's the one that's now. Keep it here. ESPN Radio. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Central Arena, downtown Boise. The Big Sky Conference Tournament underway. Game two, one quarter in. The second, excuse me, the seventh seeded Sacramento State women taking on the tenth seeded Weber State women. These two teams, the winner of this one, will take on Montana State tomorrow in the quarterfinals of the Big Sky Tournament. That game with MSU will take place at 5.30 tomorrow. The Lady Grizz earned the five seed, and they will take on Northern Arizona tomorrow uh, at 2.30. And the only game in the books here from Boise, Northern Colorado defeated Eastern Washington 64-45. So the Bears, the eighth seed, move on to take on the defending tournament champion Idaho State Bengals. That game will take place tomorrow at noon. Thanks to everybody for being here. On to is now. Love taking the show on the road. And thank you so much to all of our phenomenal sponsors for helping us get here as well. We'll have around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Chris Redpath each day here in Boise. So not your full hour like you've been accustomed to listening to on Thursdays. Instead, 
You know, space it out about 10 to 12 minutes each day with Krista. And that is presented proudly by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage is your local hometown mortgage lender. If you're looking to buy or build a new home this year, refinance to a lower rate or your home equity for an exciting new project, make sure to call Man Mortgage. A family-owned Montana company, Man Mortgage, has been serving Montana's community statewide since 1989. Man Mortgage, tried, trusted, and proven. Missed anything in the first hour or the second hour of the show. All sorts of phenomenal guests for you. We heard from Andrew Houghton, our producer at ESPN, as well as a writer at Skyline Sports. We also heard from Travis DeCure from the University of Montana men's basketball team. Bryce Fowler, senior from Sac State, who poured in 39 points in Missoula on Saturday. We also had Brian Holsinger swing by, the head coach for the Lady Grizz, as well as Danny Sprinkle, the head coach for the Big Sky champion Montana State Bobcats, and Trisha Pittford, the longest head coach, uh, longest tenured, excuse me, head coach in the Big Sky Conference, 17 seasons at Montana State. So thanks to everybody for swinging by. We got a jam-packed week for you. As always, it's going to be fluid, so I'm not going to tell you specifically when. Just be back here from 4 to 6 tomorrow. But we will have some feedback from Krista Redpath, also from Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz. We are also looking forward to hearing uh, from a, maybe a couple of former coaches that have coached uh, in this Big Sky tournament as well. Still working on those interviews to be sure. Later on in the week, we're going to hear from Bobby Houck. The Grizz have started spring ball. So um, Montana State not starting spring ball until after spring break. So that will be a couple weeks away. But uh, Montana's already started spring ball. So we'll hear from Bobby Houck. Also got Ty Gregorak talking all the best and biggest storylines for both Bobcat and Grizz spring football. We'll share that uh, a little later on in the week as well. And uh, all sorts of other fun guests coming up, plus a lot of sound from whatever happens here at this tournament as well. The one thing I'm going to do besides broadcast courtside from tournaments before the month is over, probably going to do some spring skiing. Lost Trails Ski Area has their spring season pass going on, and it ends on April 3rd. You can buy a season pass for Lost Trail just for this last stretch run of the ski season. Passes are good for the remainder of this season and all next season as well. You can enjoy a full year of skiing, 1,800 acres. They get 800 inches of annual snowfall there at Lost Trail. Five, 69 named ski runs and family-friendly terrain. Go to LostTrail.com before the spring season pass ends. Lost Trail, go for the snow. Full updates on everything that happens tonight and the, for the first games of tomorrow as well. We'll see you back here. An update from this one. Seven minutes to go in the first half. Sacramento State up 24-19 over Weber State. The winner of this one on the first day of the Big Sky Conference Women's Basketball Tournament will take on second-seeded Montana State tomorrow. You can always find me as well, as, not just here on Nuanas Now from 4 to 6, but also on ESP, ESPN Plus each day. Thanks to Mary Lou's Cook and Dan Satter and everybody at the Big Sky Cowards for inviting me to do their, our pregame coverage. We'll be going live for 30 minutes before each game. I guess before each day begins. So very much look forward to that as well. Thanks so much to everybody for listening. Thanks to all of our outstanding sponsors. And we'll meet you back here tomorrow. The tournament takeover continues at 4 p.m. In the meantime, have yourself a wonderful Monday evening. And be good. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.